Welcome to the Madison Miller Podcast. Today is Thursday, June 22nd, 2023. Today we're going to recap yesterday's MLB, WNBA, soccer, Vince College World Series games. Look ahead to today's games and all those events and sports. Um, the Calder Cup Final, Game 7. It was an overtime classic, which we'll get to. Um, early leaderboard for the Travelers. My final NBA mock draft. News and notes and best bet. We'll start with baseball. Um, We'll go over the results from yesterday and look ahead to the games being played today. Rays over to 0-7-2. Jays over to Marlins 6-3. Reds over to Rockies 5-3. Cubs over to Pirates 8-3. Yankees over to Mariners 4-2. Tigers over to Royals 9-4. D-backs over to Brewers 5-1. Astros over to Mets 10-8, Nats over to Cards, 3-0, Guardians over to A's, 7-6. Twins over to Red Sox, 5-4 and 10 on a walk-off single by Kyle Farmer. Rangers over to White Sox, 6-3, Dodgers over to Angels, 2-0, Giants over to Padres, 4-2. Braves, Phillies postponed, makeup date September 11th. All right, not a lot of games today, actually. Um... 1 o'clock, you have the Braves against the Phillies, Bryce Edler and Aaron Nola. So, um, Braves skip somebody in their rotation. Nola gets pushed up a day. I'm interested to see how the, uh, the lines are for this one. Um, looks like the Phillies are slate favorites at minus 112. The Braves are minus 104, over under 8. Over is minus 122, and there's even money. Braves minus one half is plus one four. Phils plus one half is minus one seventy. Phils favored on the money line. Braves favored on the run line. I like Atlanta straight up minus one hundred four. D backs Nats makeup game from June eighth. Tommy Henry and Jake Irvin. D backs minus one fifty four. Nats plus one thirty over under nine and a half. Overs minus one hundred two and there's minus one twenty. D backs minus one half is plus one hundred two. Nats plus one half is minus one twenty two. Um. I like the full game over. I trust the D-backs offense to uh, do its part. Red Sox twins. Justin Garza and Joe Ryan. Um, Twins minus 174. Red Sox plus 146. Over on their 9. Overs minus 102. And there's minus 120. Boston plus 1 half is minus 137. Twins minus 1 half is plus 114. Um, Joe Ryan is awesome. As we know. So for this one, we'll go under three and a half Red Sox runs at even money. Ace Guardians, JP Sears and Logan Allen. Um Guardians minus 184. Ace plus 154 over under seven and a half. Over is minus one twenty, others minus one oh two. Ace plus one half is minus one thirty seven. Guardians minus one half is plus one fourteen. Um for this one, I'm going to go with over 4.5 Guardian runs at plus 102. 3.45, Padres-Giants. Blake Snell-Alex Wood. Padres minus 130, Giants plus 110, over under 8. Overs minus 120, unders minus 102. Padres minus 1.5 is plus 126, Giants plus 1.5 is minus 152. I just can't go against a team that's 110 straight. I'm sorry. I'm taking the Giants as, again, as a dog, plus 110. The reason why they're... Not favored is because the Padres have the reputation from last year. The Giants do not. They won 100 games two years ago, but we all know that was a fluke.
Um, 630, Royals Rays. Jose Koss and Shane McClanahan. Rays minus 390, Royals plus 310, over under 7.5, overs minus 122, under is even money. Royals plus 1.5 is plus 140, Rays minus 1.5 is minus 172. For this one, I'm going to go full game under, but I don't feel good about it. Pirates, Marlins, Mitch Keller and Braxton Garrett. Pittsburgh, if I'm not mistaken, has lost 10 straight games. Mitch Keller's on the bump. Marlins minus 136, Pirates plus 116, over under 7, over is minus 115, under is minus 105. Pirates plus 1 half is minus 184, Marlins minus 1 half is plus 152. Uh, both these guys have been eh, of late. But I think this is a good spot for Mitch Keller and the Pirates to uh, end the snide. I'm going under 3.5 Marlins runs at minus 104. And at 7 o'clock tonight, Mariners, Yankees, Brian Wu and Domingo Herman, Yankees going for the sweep. They're minus 122. The Mariners are plus 104. They're 7.5, minus 10 each way. Seattle plus 1.5 is minus 105. Yankees minus 1.5 is plus 168. On paper, the over is a good pick. But I don't trust the Yankee offense to go over. And I really don't trust the Mariners to go over right now. So I don't like the pick. But I... I like Seattle plus 104 to beat the Yankees. Um, if the Yankees sweep the Mariners without Aaron Judge, congratulations. But um, I'm taking Seattle at plus 104 to beat the Yankees. All right, WNBA. Um, we'll go over the results from yesterday. And we will look ahead to today's game. So, one game yesterday. The Aces over to Mercury. 99-79 Commissioner's Cup game. Wow, and that spread was 19 and a half. They covered by one freaking point. All right, today's game's 8 o'clock on Prime Video. I have the Mystics in the sky. Um, the Mystics are favored by 2.5, totals 155 and a half. I'll take Chicago getting the points at home and plus 118 the win. CBS Sports Network, you have the sky and the links. Or the sun and the links. The sun are favored by 4.5, totals 158 and a half. I'll lay the 4.5 on the road with the sun. I think that's a little low. And on Prime Video at 10 o'clock, you have the Fever and the Storm. The Fever favored by one half. Totals 163.5. I'm taking Seattle plus the one half and plus one or two outright. Indiana's still not very good. I know like, Boston has been good for them, but I like Seattle straight up in this one. All right, now I'll move on to soccer. We'll go over all the results from yesterday, and we have some games today. We'll start with MLS results. Um... Atlanta and NYCFC 2-2 draw. CF Montreal over Nashville 1-0. Cincinnati over Toronto 3-0. Red Bull Charlotte 2-2 draw. Orlando Philly 2-2 draw. Houston over San Jose 4-1. Salt Lake over St. Louis 3-1. Galaxy KC 2-2 draw. LAFC over Seattle 1-0. Chicago over Portland 2-1. Austin over Dallas 3-0. Chicago, I'm sorry, Colorado, Vancouver postponed due to a weather delay of more than four hours. Alrighty, um, we also have the USL to go over from yesterday. Birmingham over Loudon 2 0, Memphis over Tulsa 4 0, Rio Grande over Colorado 1 0, and Phoenix over New Mexico 3 1. Under 21, Euros, um,
Belgium, Netherlands, nil-nil draw. Georgia over Portugal, 2-0. Ukraine over Croatia, 2-0. And in Spain, Utah, one over Romania, 3-0. Four more games today, 12 o'clock. Czech Republic, England. Um, we do not have lines for... Um, the under 21, but I'm going to go England here, uh, Norway and Swiss, um, I'm going to go with Norway, Germany, Israel, that's a hard one, we'll go with the draw, and in 245, France, Italy, I think the Frenchmen take that one. And I think we have some other um, soccer to uh, go over from yesterday. I'm just going to double check. We had a women's friendly Columbia and Panama 1-1 draw. Um, also, we have another friendly between Republic of Ireland and Zambia for the women's at 2.30 Eastern. Ireland minus 4.20, Zambia plus 8.50, draws plus 4.70. For this one, I like over 3.5 goals at plus 130. And that's really it for soccer for today. All right, the Men's College World Series. Um, we have results to discuss. Um, number two, Florida defeats TCU three to two. So Florida advances to the championship series and number five, LSU over number one, Wake Forest five, two and double elimination. So that would mean, uh, TCU would play LSU. Or no, Wake plays LSU, so TCU's eliminated. TCU's eliminated. And Wake LSU play again tonight, which is going to be a very interesting. Um, The spread in the total isn't there. LSU's a favorite at minus 210. Wake's plus 162. This is a great value on Wake. They've been the number one team all year. I know LSU has Dylan Cruz. And they I believe they have their ace going on the bump tonight as well. Who people think is going to be the second pick in the draft made by the Nats. With Paul Skennis. So, I understand why LSU's favored, but Wake's been the best team all year. And I think there's incredible value on them at plus 162. To advance to the championship series against the Gators. So, give me Wake Forest to quote-unquote upset LSU. It's an upset because um they're an underdog in the game. And... um. So be wake against Florida in the championship series.
All right, the Calder Cup final. Game seven was last night. It was beyond epic as the Hershey Bears defeat the Coachella Valley Firebirds 3-2 in overtime on a game winner by Mike Vecchioni as the Bears captured their 12th championship in franchise history. So congrats to the Hershey Bears. Um, They earned this championship. Um, They had a tough road. Um, so the game, um, believe it or not, Seattle got off to a fast start on a goal by Riker Evans to make it one nothing. I mean, Coachella Valley. I, I saying Seattle because that's the Kraken's affiliate. Um, and then 24 seconds into the second period, Max McCormick scores to make it two nothing Coachella. And then some time goes by. Hershey settles down a little bit. And... They score on the power play. Um, almost 14 minutes into the second by Connor McMichael to get him on the board. And then about a little over three minutes later, Hendricks Lapierre ties the game at two apiece. Third period, no score. We go to overtime. And then it takes a little over 16 minutes on a goal by Mike Vecchioni for the Bears to give them the Calder Cup championship win. Um, Like I said, they earned this series. um, And every close game they won in all the blows, Coachella won. The difference is that Coachella was just better in games that were blowouts. And the Bears were better in close games. And... Ultimately, it was a close game, and the Bears, all four wins in the series were one-goal games, including three of them in overtime. So now 12 Calder Cup championships for the Bears. Coachella Valley, great first year, and um, they have a, a lot of talent, and it's a good look for the Seattle Kraken because they have a bright future, whether they can parlay those assets into a bigger asset or... They just let it ride with all these young guns and um, try to um, build what they have. So um, Coachella has a lot to be proud of. And then, of course, the Bears got to be proud, obviously. They won. But their road was not easy. They are in a beast of the division, in the Atlantic division. They swept the Charlotte Checkers. They beat the um, Hartford Wolfpack in four. They beat the Rochester Americans in six. And Rochester was really good. And then they meet Coachella Valley, who has been a beast at home these entire playoffs. And they lose an overtime at home, Coachella Valley, in game seven of the cup final to a veteran Leighton Bears team that... uh. Has a lot of experience, a good coach in Todd Nelson, and great series. It really was a, a really great and entertaining series. And the uh, best game of the series, obviously, was saved for last. The uh, the Calder Cup MVP uh, Bears goalie Hunter Shepard, who really put on a show in tonight's game, which, which I thought 
was probably his best of the series despite pitching a shutout in Game 5. 47 saves on 49 shots. Which is a lot. And um, Joey Decord, the goalie from Coachella, uh, I think, um, yeah, it'd be 35 saves on 38 shots. And then Shepard was 40, 45 saves on 47 shots. And if I'm not mistaken, Shepard's a free agent this offseason. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Capitals and Bears do here. And um, the ECHL goalie is apparently really good for uh, the Capitals organization. I was reading um, a piece in The Athletic like a Capitals mailbag, and there was a lot of, like, discussion with the Bears run, and um, the uh, the goalie situation is going to be very interesting. And Seattle's affiliate, Coachella Valley, I think that that's a possibility that Coachella Valley looks different next year because of the possibility of the Kraken making a monster trade. So, great Great series, great season for both teams, obviously. And um, we're going to be in for an interesting offseason ahead. And uh, I may or may not have a guest coming on to talk some AHL hockey within the next week or so. So stay tuned. Some AHL and NHL, obviously, as well. All right, now I'll move on to golf. Um, we have an early leaderboard for the Travelers Championship. Um your leader right now with the score of six under is King and Bradley tied for second with four under Kevin Stroman and Sung Kim Kim. Tied for fourth with three under Min Wu Lee, Kelly Kraft, Bayo Hostler, Substraka, Patrick Kelly, Adam Pondham, Shane Lowry. Tied for 11th with two under Davis Lipsky, Sahith Diglia, Harry English, Emiliano Grio, JT Potson, Kurt Katayama, Davis Riley, Doc Redmond, Lucas Hodges. Tied for 20th with one under Austin Eckro, Taylor Pendrith, Ryan Palmer, Scott Stevens, Justin Sue, Dylan Wu, Jimmy Walker, Xander Shoffley, Taylor Moore, Adam Svevson, Gary Woodland, Joel Dahman, Cam Davis, Brendan Todd, Chesar V, Ben Morin, Adam Shank, Davis Thompson. Tie for 39th at even. Austin Smotherland, and by the way, we missed a Brett Stegmeyer for that one. Um, We're going to do notables now. Um, Smotherman, Ryan Moore, Joaquin Herman, Chad Remy. Um, Matt Wallace, Kyungu Lee, Cam Young, um, Martin Laird, Hideki Matsuma, Mackenzie Hughes, Alex Smalley, Sam Ryder, um, Tyson Alexander, Brian Gay, Matt Neesmith, Ben Griffin, Andrew Novak, Kevin Tway, Michael Kim, Victor Norman, Yuan Yichun, um, Michael Thubjorsen, um, Tomas Dietrich is in the tie for 62nd with one over with Tyler Duncan, Brett Horschel, Wyndham Clark, Max Homa, Justin Thomas, Richie Runsky, J.B. Holmes, Taylor Hogue, Paul Haley. Tied for 72nd with two over. Kramer Hickcock, Cam Champ, Scott Stallings, Dylan Lingmer. Tied for 76 with three over. Will Gordon, Nicholas Echevarria, and Troy Merritt. I gave out a super-duper long shot, guys. Um, I gave out... Kevin Kisner 
at 500 to 1. He's in the afternoon session, so we got to keep our eyes on him. All right, my final NBA mock draft of the year. Can't believe it. It's draft day. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, That means potentially two podcasts tomorrow, round one recap of the regular Friday show, and then uh, overall, um, or I should say a draft recap because um, really the um, the draft's just tonight. So we'll do a draft recap probably tomorrow morning and the regular show. So um, my final mock draft. Number one, the San Antonio Spurs, Victor Wembanyama, the big man out of France. We all know this is the slam dunk everybody wanted. The Spurs were the first team to throw the ring in the hat and said, we're going for Victor Wembanyama by trading away DeJounte Murray and got a nice haul for it. And now here are the Spurs um, looking like the team with the brighter future than the Atlanta Hawks. Number two, the Charlotte Hornets, Brandon Miller, small forward, Alabama. Um, it looks like it's going to be Brandon Miller. I'm going to do the betting odds stuff again with um, with this. Um, Brandon Miller is minus 600. Scoot Henderson down to plus 350 for number two. But like I said, it should be Scoot. But it looks like it's going to be Brandon Miller. Number three, the Portland Trailblazers, Scoot Henderson, the point guard from G League Ignite. Get ready for all the Dame stuff. Um, Scoot's minus 480 to go third. Brandon Miller's plus 330. Number four to Houston Rockets. Amen Thompson point guard overtime elite. They love Amen. I think Amen going fourth to Houston's more of a lock than um the uh, two and three. I think number four we know is going to be Amen more so than Miller and Henderson where they end up between Portland and Charlotte. Um, Number five, the Detroit Pistons I have taking Oster Thompson, the wing out of Overtime Elite, the brother of Amen. Um, He's actually a minus 160 favorite to go fifth overall. Number six, the Orlando Magic. I have Anthony Black, the point guard out of Arkansas. There's been a lot of buzz with Black and the Magic, and and the Magic might trade... um, Cole Anthony and maybe even Jalen Suggs. And Anthony Black is co-favored to go sixth overall with Oscar Thompson right now. Number seven, the uh, Indiana Pacers right now. I have taking Jarris Walker, the power forward out of Houston. He's an even money favorite to go seventh. Eighth, the Washington Wizards. Cam Whitmore, the uh, the forward out of Villanova. Anthony Black still favored to go eight at plus one eighty five. Whitmore's plus four thirty. Go eighth. Ninth, the Utah Jazz go with Taylor Hendricks, the power forward out of UCF. He's a 3-1 to favorite to go nine. And number 10, the Dallas Mavericks, uh, uh, Derek Lively Jr., the center out of Duke. He's favored at plus 185 to go 10th. That Cam Whitmore bet I had two days ago of 34-1 is all the way down to 11-1. to Um... We'll see about number 10. Um, all right. Um, number 11, the Orlando Magic from the Chicago Bulls. I've taken Grady Dick, the shooting guard out of Kansas. Um, this will be a fun pick for Orlando. Um, guy that come in off the bench as a score. 
Number 12, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Kobe Bufkin, the uh, guard out of Michigan. Um, Positionally, this would be an interesting fit. Would Bufkin come off the bench, or would he be starting a point guard? Josh Giddy gets moved to small forward, and you have SGA at two guard. Um, 13, the Toronto Raptors. Jalen Hood, Shafino, point guard, shooting guard, Indiana. Um, Hood, Shafino makes sense here. Fred Van Vliet might, or probably isn't coming back. Um, 14, the New Orleans Pelicans. Bilal Kalabali, small forward, France. Um, the Pelicans really taking a risk here with um, Kalabali. Um, Kalabali. Um, he has a chance to be a really good defender. Obviously, he was Webby's teammate. 15, the Atlanta Hawks. Cason Wallace, point guard at Kentucky. Um, Cason Wallace makes sense here. Um, they might look to shake up that Trey Young and um, DeJounte Murray combo. Um, 16, the Utah Jazz from the Minnesota Timberwolves. County George, wing, Baylor. Um, this would be an interesting pick for the Jazz. Um, he could be a bench guy for them. Um but he needs to improve his shooting. 17, the Los Angeles Lakers. Jordan Hawkins, shooting guard, Connecticut. Um, I think the Lakers are going to end up trading this pick when it's all said and done. Um, wouldn't be shocked if Hawkins goes higher than this. He has lottery potential. 18, the Miami Heat. Leonard Miller, um, forward G League Ignite. Um, Leonard Miller, Miami is a popular match right now. Um... um they have some key free agents that they may need to replace. And Miller would come in and be a nice rotation piece, I'd say. 19, the Golden State Warriors. Chris Murray, forward Iowa. Um, This is a possible need pick, too, Um, depending on what happens with the roster, especially Draymond Green. Um, yeah, Murray, I think, could really have an impact anywhere. 20, the Houston Rockets from the Los Angeles Clippers. Olivier Maxon's prosper. Small forward, power forward, Marquette. Um, Maxon's prosper, very talented player, um, aggressive player, but needs to develop offensively. 21, the Brooklyn Nets from the Phoenix Suns. Nick Smith, guard, Arkansas. I think this is a steal. Nick Smith should go in the top 18 or so. Um, he was injured a lot and was inconsistent. Um. 22, the Brooklyn Nets. Noah Clowney, power forward, Alabama. Um, Clowney's interesting. Um, was on a winning team at Alabama. Flawed player offensively, but very decent defender. 23, the Portland Trailblazers from the New York Knicks. Jaime Jaquez, guard, forward, UCLA. Really good pick for the Blazers. I love Jaquez. He was really good in the tournament a couple years ago. Good mid-range game. 24, the Sacramento Kings. Brandon Panzimski, shooting guard, small forward, Santa Clara. Um, Santa Clara's been producing great talent over the past several years. Um, good 3 and D player. 25, the Boston Celtics from the Memphis Grizzlies. Chet Howard, shooting guard, small forward, Michigan. So the Celtics are in this spot now with the trade, which we'll get to in news and notes. Um, he'd be a good bench scorer for Boston. Boston's bench was really not great last year or last season. 26, the Indiana Pacers from the Cleveland Cavaliers. James Najee, center, France. Um, Najee, I think, is super talented. Could start for anybody, I think. Um, a lot of defensive potential, too. 27, the Charlotte Hornets from the Denver Nuggets. Tariq Whitehead, small forward, Duke. Um, 
Whitehead, really interesting player. We talk about his foot injury all the time. Could be a secondary guy off the bench. 28, the Utah Jazz from the Philadelphia 76ers via the Brooklyn Nets. Ryan Repair, wing France. Um, this could be a draft and sash player for the Jazz. Um, good wingspan. 29, the Denver Nuggets from the Boston Celtics via the Indiana Pacers. Ben Shepard, shooting guard, Belmont. The Nuggets are now in the first round with this trade that they made with Indiana. Um, Bruce Brown's a free agent, so Shepard here would make sense. Elite shooter could come off the bench and swing a game. 30, the Washington Wizards from the Milwaukee Bucks via the Los Angeles Clippers. Bryce Sensabog, weighing Ohio State. Um, now the Wizards have this pick, um, and they take the wing here. Um, good three-point shooter that could like swing a game. Alrighty, so there you have it for the mock draft. Now I'm going to do my news and notes for the day. Um, we have a lot to get into. Um, we'll start with basketball. So the Boston Celtics made some big moves. Um, they acquired Kristaps Porzingis from the Washington Wizards. Um, as he will opt into his deal, and the Grizzlies are included in this trade as the Celtics trade Marcus Smart to Memphis. And they um, get two first-rounders for Marcus Smart. Let's hope that... Uh, Oh, wait, no. I just realized something. The Clippers are supposed to have that sense of bug pit. So, um, um, that's my mistake that I made here on the final mock draft. I thought the, uh, the Wizards ended up with that pick in that trade, but that trade fell through, which we'll get to. As it'll be the Clippers um, have the pick instead. Um, so, um, yeah, that trade. Um, so... There's picks involved in the deal. I think two first-rounders looked like we're headed to uh, Boston in the deal. But really, those picks should be going to the Washington Wizards in that trade. Um, so... Um, The Celtics get the pick and Porzingis. Um, Grizzlies get smart. All right, so as part of the deal, Memphis is sending Boston the 25th pick and the Golden State Warriors top four protected first rounder in 2024. Woo! 
And then the Celtics trade the 35th pick to the Wiz. Celtics also sending Danilo Gallinari, Mike Muscala to Washington in the deal. Then Porzingis goes to Boston, and Marcus Smart goes to um, the Grizzlies. The trade makes sense for everybody, but I think the Grizzlies gave up too much for Marcus Smart. I genuinely do. Um, the Celtics did excellent in the deal, getting a big in, a big in Porzingis and two picks, including a Golden State pick, which could end up being really good if they don't bring back their core and that pick can end up in the teens next year for all we know. Not the lottery, but like the back end of the teens, like 1918, like where they were this year. So the Boston Celtics might get themselves a really, really good draft pick in this deal as well as in addition to the one that they got for this year. So I really like that trade for the Celtics. Memphis gave up too much for Marcus Smart, but I understand why they did it. They need a point guard anyway to replace Ja. And then Smart could uh, come off the bench and be a sixth man for the Grizzlies once Ja Morant comes back. But the original trade... Oh, and Tyus Jones is going the Washington in the deal. Um, the original deal had the Clippers in it that had Malcolm Brogdon going to L.A., and Marcus Smart, or I'm sorry, Marcus Morris going to Washington, and that fell through because um, there was a issue with the um, Malcolm Brogdon um, as the Clippers were concerned about his injury status. So, um, very significant a health issue that likes that likely makes him trading him impossible. But yeah, I really like the the trade for the Boston Celtics. Um, so a lot of draft stuff. Um, and other um, Walkie, um, Chris Middleton becomes free agent as he declines his forty million dollar player option. With the returns of Milwaukee possible. I had him going to the Jazz in my uh, offseason predictions. Um, three teams eyeing Tobias Harris, Cavs, Pacers, and Pistons. But the pricing, the price is outrageous. The price is not, the price shouldn't be outrageous for Tobias Harris. Like, come on, Philly. He's a really good player. I get it. He's an above average starting small forward in the NBA. That could help anybody. But why do people think it's outrageous? That's a little bit of a strong word for for that. But then again, it looked like the price for Marcus Smart was outrageous. Um, Derek Jones Jr. will decline his $3.3 million player option and will become an unrestricted free agent. If Orlando drafts a guard, which they might, they may draft Anthony Black, the team might consider dealing either Jalen Suggs or Cole Anthony, as we talked about earlier. The Celtics are likely to extend Porzingis after the trade. The Warriors are not shopping 
Jonathan Kamingas, they are adamant that they're look, not looking to move him despite interest from a lottery team. He's available. Like, come on. We know that. The Mavericks want Clint Capella at number 15 for the number 10 pick. But Atlanta, of course, prefers to include John Collins. The Lakers are targeting Turner and Heald for the 17th pick. I think that's a lot for the 17th pick. And not enough if you're Indiana. The Blazers shut down Dame calls as they are not opening the trading Lillard right now and has been rejected all trade offers. Has been rejecting all trade offers. So um, we'll see in uh, 24 hours. Just saying. Um, the Nuggets and the Pacers um, were trading picks as Denver sent its 2024 first and 2023 second to the Pacers for 29-32 this year. Um, that's an interesting trade. Um I like it for Denver. And um we'll see with that. So yeah, that trade for uh the Indiana Denver trade. I like it for Denver so they can get back into the first round and um Try to get players that they might need to replace as free agents. Bruce Brown, free agent. They might need to replace him. So, it's a good opportunity for Denver. I don't get it for Indiana because, you know, if you have that pick, that's going to be, like, number 30, probably. So, like, I really didn't get it from an Indiana perspective. But, at the same time, I do because they have... Too many picks, and they don't want four rookies. So um, I understand why Indiana did it, and now they have another asset in case they're good, and they want to go for it to get somebody to go with Tyrese Halliburton. Um, but before the uh, Porzingis tra- trade was pulled off, um, the Celtics talked with the Suns about DeAndre Ayton which would have been a really good addition for Boston. I would have liked that fit a lot. Um, the Celtics are far from done making deals after trading for Porzingis last night. Um, yeah, they're shaking things up after uh, their disappointing uh, playoff exit, for sure. There's rumors that Cam Whitmore could slide to 10th as he may end up being selected in the back half of the lottery, which would be crazy because... Um, I took that 34 to 1 Cam Whitmore to go 10 the other day, and now it's down to 11 to 1. Jarris Walker to go in the top seven, as league sources believe that um, Houston's um, Jarris Walker won't slip past the Pacers at seven. I made a uh, feature last night on the draft show that suggests otherwise. Um, so, Brandon Miller's GOAT pick had some head-scratchers as he puts Paul George ahead of LeBron and Michael Jordan, which is ridiculous. And he's now a big favorite to go second over Scoot Henderson. 
a ridiculous Wembenyama wager as there's a better risking uh, 60K on Wemby to go number one, and the bet would win $300. Um, we have some more basketball stuff um, in college. Um, UConn extends Dan Hurley, six-year, $33 million deal through 28-29. That is according to Woj. Well-deserved for Dan Hurley. Penny Hardaway suspended three games due to recruiting violations in 21-22. Yikes. Penny Hardaway, part of me wants to say he's been an abject disaster for Memphis, but at least he's made the tournament before. But he's just not what the Tigers were hoping for. They wanted to be nationally relevant. They haven't been nationally relevant. They've been nationally relevant, though, for the wrong reasons. Alabama lands a five-star power forward, Jaron Stevenson, who will reclassify to 2023. Um, College football executive director Bill Hannock announced that he'll step down after his contract expires in 2025, so that opens up a seat there. Um, Some baseball stuff. Um... The league and Manfred were sued by scouts as 17 ex-MLB scouts are suing the league and the commissioner for alleged age discrimination. Yikes. Um, the athletic cell shirt um, feels like it's Hall of Fame bound as viral fan created a shirt for reverse boycott will be making its way to Cooperstown. Hal Steinbrenner was on the Michael K show yesterday as he says he's a little confused why Yankee fans are upset at mid-40-33 and 33 season. Well, they're upset because you guys had this reputation of championship first place or bust. Or championship slash first place, best record or bust. And the Yankees haven't been that in a while, since 2009. And... The Yankees have every right to be upset with the team. They have every right to be upset that their best player and captain is not there. And um, that pretty much is why they're 14-33. If Aaron Judge was there, this team would be probably still in third place, but probably closer to first and last. They were like six, only six or five games back of the Rays when he got hurt. So, um, I don't blame the Yankee fans for being upset. But the reason why I get where Hal's coming from, because I think he feels that the team has, oh, now they're 41 and 33 with the uh, win last night. But, um, but I understand where Hal's coming from at the same time, because he sees all the injuries and thinks that they're going to bounce back in the second half, which I think is realistic as well. Um, Giovanni Rochella out for the season does not need surgery, but will be sidelined for the remainder, remainder of the year with the pelvic fracture. That's brutal for the angels. He's hitting, he was hitting over 300 for them and they're well over 500. So, um, big loss for LA, not a season crusher. This isn't Otani, but he was a big part of what they were doing. Um, so Tyree kill will not be charged as 
Miami-Dade Police Department finished its investigation into alleged assault by Hill on Sunday, so that will be put to rest. Um, DeAndre Hopkins and Dalvin Cook unlikely to team up, um, but not out of the question. The U.S. Women's National Team reveals its all-star lineup, and they had celebrities such as Lil Wayne, Shaq, and Taylor Swift help announce the roster. Ilkay Gundogan to Barcelona, two-year deal with the La Liga champs. So, um, that's a big get for uh, Barcelona. And the NHL Hall of Fame class was announced yesterday afternoon, headlined by the great Henrik Lundqvist. Well-deserved for the King. Best goalie in Rangers history. Hands down. That is wonderful news. For the league and the Rangers. And... um, Congrats to Hank... And the other um, Hall of Famers are as followed. Pierre Turgeon um, who um, gets the call to the hall. Um, we also have um some other big names in here. Um. So, Tom Barrasso, Mike Vernon, who are other two goalies. Uh, we talked about Turgeon already. Um, and Caroline Alouette, all for players. And then, and then Bill, there's Kent Hitchcock, former Blues coach, and Pierre Lacroix. So, interesting, great Hall of Fame class. There are some snubs in there, but... Um, I'm biased, so obviously I'm going to support my man, Henrik Lundqvist, as he gets what he deserves, and that is a spot in the Hall of Fame. All right, last but not least, my best bet of the day brought to you by FanDuel. Um, there's some ones that jumped out. Um, they um, aren't as... Strong feels as I did the last several days. I'm going to lay a half unit on. Part of me wants to go with the San Francisco Giants against the, the Padres. Like straight up. Um... Hmm. This is one of the harder ones. Um, 
But I have to go with the baseball one. I mean, I think the Phils can beat the Braves. I really don't want to uh, go there. But instead, I'm going to go with the uh, a total runs play. I'm going to go over four and a half total runs at plus 104 for the Guardians against the A's. Over four and a half runs for the Guardians, plus 104. J.P. Sears isn't very good. And maybe the Guardians can get a couple off the bullpen. So over four and a half runs at plus 104, half unit between uh, over four and a half Guardian runs between them and the Athletics for best bet today. All right, so that's it for the show. Be back tomorrow recapping everything and looking ahead to everything tomorrow. Um, And then another show in the morning recapping the NBA draft and all the craziness that will take place tonight. Hope you guys have a great day, everyone.